In the Kutasichas Chelik Aleph, in the Parshas Achre on page 253, in this Sicha, the Rebbe is going to discuss and explain the value of the additional stringencies that a person takes upon themselves uh, in order to protect and make sure that he will be successful in maintaining the level of Torah and mitzvahs, of the observance of the mitzvahs as he should. The Rebbe is going to dispel the notion that one should not be uh, adding and making additional stringencies because by doing so uh, he may lose out and may stop even doing the necessary uh, items. Uh, the Rebbe is going to explain that if a person uses additional stringencies to help protect him in his observatory of mitzvahs, not only are they not a hindrance, but they're actually a necessary component in order to protect a Jew in his service to Hashem. The fact that we find statements to the contrary, uh, the Rebbe is going to explain that is on a different situation. But let's look inside. Parshas Achre, in Ois Aleph, that you shall guard my guard, uh, which is a posik in this week's parsha. So, what does it mean? You shall guard my guard. So, Zog the Gemara, the Gemara says that asu mishmeres limishmarti. There is mishmarti. There is God's guard. Shem's guard is the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs guard us. And we have to make a guard, meaning a protection, to make sure that the guards, that these mitzvahs, are protected. So we have to do additional uh, things in order to make sure that mishmarti, that Hashem's guard, that Hashem's mitzvahs are protected. So you have to make a mishmeres, you have to make a guard for that. Thus is that you saw this verse is the basis to the Gedorim Vesiyogim Derabonon, to the fences and the protections that are from the words of the sages. The sages have added and given additional uh, boundaries and additional protections uh, which they have prohibited certain things which from the Torah would be permitted but based on the fact that we have to protect the Torah, the Mishmarti, the Mitzvahs, they added these extra uh, limitations, these extra boundaries, these extra protections, in order to make sure that the uh, Mitzvahs of the Torah are protected. This is also, also, to the boundaries and protections, was yedder eid that every Jew is mechuyiv is obligated to magdirzayin zich to fence himself in, meaning to abstain himself. Afilu b'dvarim amutorim. 
to abstain even from things that are permissible. Many times a person needs to come to his own conclusion of not to do things that may cause him to violate. So a person places on himself a fence and a precaution uh, so he should not come, God forbid, to an Easter to a prohibition. So both of them, so the, the basis for the uh, Rabbonans, uh, the sages' decrees, the basis for a person's own protection is based on the Posseka Sumish Meres Lishparti. The state in Sifri Musar, as it's brought down in the books of Musar, uh, the extent that one needs to fence himself in, to make sure not to violate something from the Torah, as the one must be careful in meyish orim from heter, hundred gates are permissible. In other words, if you have hundred gates that you permitted to go in, you should not even go in in one hundred gates, in order not to come onto one gate which is prohibited. So that means that if the last gate is a prohibited gate, and the only way to uh, make sure that you're not going to go into that prohibited gate is by not entering hundred gates which are permitted that is uh, the necessary, a necessary step to take and this is all based on the Pasik Asum Mishmeres Lemishmarti but in those days the Rebbe is going to discuss some people argue and they bring sources that one should not really add more than the Torah has prohibited Based. There are those that are mistaking and they argue. Why should we search for new stringency? It's okay, this that our teachers in every generation prohibited, they found it necessary to prohibit, he accepts that. So it says, You shall not turn away from the words that they tell you. So there's a passing that states that when a rabbi makes a decree uh, that you cannot uh, stay, uh, turn away from it, then you must obey, you must listen to the rabbi. So if the rabbis in the previous generation decreed, so then there is already a prohibition not to do it. The Torah says you must listen to it. But the argument is that designing them. But still in this you need not to be so careful in that, because this is only uh, based on the sages. It's not from the Torah, so it's not so important. Is what they argue. But how much more so the argument is new stringency. Certainly, we should not look for to make new stringency. And the uh, expression that they use is from the. Uh, sufficient to you is what the Torah has prohibited you don't go on to make and look for new things that the Torah didn't prohibit you so this is the proof an additional proof and they bring in addition they bring a proof to their view for them was a state in Yerushalmi that it states in the Yerushalmi as I mentioned, that a person will have to give an accounting and a reasoning. He'll pay. He'll be judged 
for every item that he's seen and not eaten. That means that a person is going to be punished for not utilizing, for not eating, for not enjoying things that he has seen. So to prohibit things that are permissible seems to be actually something which people are going to pay, pay for. They're going to be punished for. So why should we add uh, prohibitions? Nachmer, furthermore, Tainas, they argue. They argue that it's actually counterproductive to look for additional stringencies. As well since to uh, do everything, to accomplish everything, is very difficult. It's not proper, it's not right, it's not worth to add to increase the stringencies on Yidurim and perfections. Through this, you might, God forbid, lose the main. Too much stringencies they can lead that you should totally leave the path of Torah. It's too much. So, in addition to the Gemara's Yerushalmi that they bring that one shouldn't deny themselves. They're also arguing that since one cannot do everything, if you're going to load them up with additional stringency, they'll drop the whole thing and won't do anything. When they bring the and they actually bring a proof for this from Chetetzadas, from this sin that took place of the tree of knowledge, which is Shodesh Kolachatoyim. That's the root for all sins. Asdur dem Bosman hot sugilekt an isur. That by adding a prohibition was an Ebshot Nishgehesen, that Hashem did not say. Menatsugilek, they added Sumle Soichlumimendu to not eating from it. Hashem had only instructed Adam not to, Adam and Chavah, not to eat from the tree of knowledge. But they added them Lysigaloi, they added to it also, don't touch it. And what happened was that the snake pushed Chava onto the uh, tree, the tree of Eitzadaz, and nothing happened. And he said to her, just like there is no death, nothing happens. When you touch it, there is no death when you eat it. It all became because she added, and she said, uh, don't, Hashem said not to touch it. So that brought about the sin. So the proof is, they bring, that if you add more, then you're actually going to be taken away, just like by the story with Chava, that because she added more than what Hashem said. That was a cause for the Nachash to prove to her that nothing happens when uh, you touch it, and therefore he was able to convince her that she should eat from it. So it seems like we're better, better off not saying stringency, not saying not to touch it, when that was permitted, then she would not have the sin of the Eitzadas. And the Rebbe is going to explain that this is actually a mistake. There are not two separate Torahs, there's not two separate instructions. There's no such a thing as the Torah says to do it, and the sages say to do it. It's all Hashem says to do it. And uh, the reasons that sometimes we find that there are differences between 
laws that are based from the Torah and laws that are based on the uh, words of our sages is because the Torah makes that distinction. It's not that we treat a decree, a law that is based on the Rabbanon, any less than we treat the law of the Torah, because we choose that to do so. It's not from our choosing that we treat them differently. It's the Torah treats them differently. The Torah says in certain situations, in certain situations, that if it's from the Torah, the ruling is such. If it's from the Rabbanon, the ruling is such. But that's the Torah's ruling in that case. And therefore, if the Torah says that that we must make a guard, that becomes part of the will and the Ratzon of Hashem. That's Hashem wanting. That's the Torah wants. And yet, there is sometimes that one... Uh, when he doesn't have to make a fence, when the purpose is not for protection, then of course, then the person should utilize everything physical, will have to uh, answer for not eating uh, Hashem's beautiful uh, fruits, etc. But when a person does it out of... uh, trying to protect himself as a mishmeres that becomes a law, an obligation. Let's see inside Gimel. The time is of That argument is a big mistake. Well, the answer of them is, and the answer of that is, They were all given from one shepherd. Because there is a prohibition, as mentioned earlier, that you shall not turn away so also these decrees that are based by the sages, they have the strength and the seriousness, severity, as the laws of the Torah. So when the people were trying to tell, you argue that there is a difference between uh, a mitzvah of the Torah and the Rabbanon, uh, and you don't need to be so careful by the Rabbanon, as the Rebbe brought down in the beginning of Ois Bey's the argument, that's not true, because the Rabbanon is no less important, and it's no less from the Torah than a Torah ruling is. Uh, and this that we find that there's different rulings, between a law which is based on the Torah and what's based on the Rabbanon, they are because of this, that's what the Torah wants. Not because we say it's not important. As in the Torah says that if it's a Torah-based ruling, uh, then the ruling is that when you're not sure whether you fulfilled a Torah command, that we be our stringent, we do it. Or we have to go more stringent. And if it's a uh, based on the Chachamim and the sages, the doubt, if you're not sure, then you can be lenient. And similar to this. So that's as far as the Rabbonah. But the same thing is true, the Rebbe will continue, when a person feels the need that he himself needs to protect himself. That it becomes an obligation of the Torah. 
likewise the same thing is as far as the obligation was everyone needs to fence themselves in and things that are permitted that too is an instruction of the Torah that you should keep my guard as we said before the basis for stringency is because of Shmartamismishmarti so we have to so the Torah tells us to be on guard so that becomes an obligation of the Torah so it can't be treated any less or any lighter than a regular Torah command this Shmartamismishmarti is noisif of the Masay this is an addition to the a positive mitzvah from Kedoshim Tiyu, the Goymer Vihiskadishtam. There's another verse that says this is fencing in in order to protect yourself from doing or violating something from the Torah, uh, which a person uh, fences himself in in order to protect himself. But this is in addition to the positive mitzvah, which is Kedoshim Tiyu Vihiskadishtam, you should be sanctified or be holy which is Kaddish Atzmecha B'mutalach to sanctify yourself in what is permissible to you to sanctify yourself even in things that are permissible so then once a person fulfills or has that obligation, the Esa to make himself holy, even what's permissible to refrain, then it also is included that you shall guard my guard, make a fence to my fence. I guess what the Rebbe is trying to say over here uh, is that it is an obligation to make the Kedoshim, when should one prevent himself from things that are permissible if it is included in Mishmeres Mishmarti that it becomes a protection for him if a person doesn't take the Mutterloch as a Mishmeres, as a protection and as a fence for the Torah, then a person should not deny himself just like that for no purpose but when a person sanctifies himself in permissible things and is, uses this as a mishmeres le mishmarti, so that generally he should not be uh, so grossly involved in, in materialism and physical things, as the Alter Rebbe brings down in Tanya, that they would delay eating a little bit later and not do it immediately, just to train themselves to overcome the temptation of the Eight Sahara and take control of their lives. So that becomes all part of Shmartimes Mishmarti, of guarding the guard, and which becomes an obligation of the Torah, and therefore needs to be treated as such, and we cannot just uh, discount it or consider them uh, not as important as the Torah myths. So, but what are we going to do with the evidence that they bring from the Yerushalmi and from the sin of Eitz Hadas? Uh, so that's what Rebbe is going to address in Dalit that uh, certain situations and certain people who don't need to make a fence because they are protected without this fence, 
that might be a situation which the Yerushalmi and uh, discusses that they should not deny themselves. But if it's done for the purpose of protecting oneself, then this is actually part of the mitzvah of the Torah. This that they bring evidence from them Yerushalmi, from the Yerushalmi and from the Sin of Eitzadas, is the answer of them, the answer on this, while he was in Gan Eden, he was in the level of a carriage to godliness. He was a chariot to godliness. A chariot to godliness means he was totally uh, subjugated and subdued to godliness. Just as a carriage is does not have an opinion where to go, it goes as it's pulled. The horse pulls the carriage, the carriage goes. So when one is follows Hashem in such an intense level that he has no say in the matter, but he's totally subjugated to God in this, he's a Merkava. So since the other Marisha was that level, he had no connection to things that are bad. The evidence that the other Marisha had no connection to bad is Aray of them is the evidence for this is Varum Ganeidin is doch nitzayvil kemitzir sara. Ganeidin does not tolerate no existence of evil. That is actually the reason was the father is noch dem chait. That's why after the sin, not only the konzayin Ganeidin could not be in Ganeidin because it doesn't tolerate sin. So that means before that he was not connected to sin at all. He was totally. Subjugated to Hashem, to godliness. A Merkava, a chariot. Everything that she does, whatever happens, is the will of the one who rides. The one who rides the, the chariot is the one that decides. The chariot has no say. So, in that level, over there, we don't need no fences and no protections. We don't need it over there. Because there is no worry that one might stumble. So in that case, on the contrary, not only are these fences and precautions extra, they don't serve a purpose, they're actually uh, lacking, if they, they, they actually disturb. Because the one who is a carriage to godliness, everything that he does is holy, is a So whatever you do, you're elevating. And by holding himself back and not using something, he is preventing an elevation because using it would elevate it. Taking for example, when you eat the kochim, or you eat on Shabbos, etc. Those eatings are a mitzvah. If a person would not eat the kochim, does not eat on Shabbos, he's not doing a mitzvah. So he's losing a mitzvah, he's losing the elevation. By the person who is a Merkava Jew, who is totally subjugated to Hashem, and he doesn't need a... Uh, precaution to prevent him from doing an avera, so him not eating is not elevating that particular uh, item. So therefore, he's uh, it's wrong for him not to use it. But in a place where those fences and precautions are needed, 
then they're an advantage. So basically, the key difference is if one is stringent and he uses them to protect, that becomes a mitzvah of the Torah, and we must observe them, and we can be no not lenient at all about them. If, on the other hand, a person is at a level which he doesn't need this precaution, as the Yerushalmi deals with Adam Arishay, who was on this high level that he didn't need the precaution, if such a person doesn't utilize aspects that are permissible to him, so then they're wasted because he could have made an aliyah. That is a chisor. And this is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Shlach Tovshin Tes Zayin.